with a look back over the weekend sport action. This is Full Time on KCLR. Yes, a very good evening, one and all, and welcome to Full Time on this Monday evening, the 27th of November. Hard to believe we're nearly at the end of November, already heading into the Christmas period. We have a busy show ahead for you this evening. We are going to be chatting to two-time All-Ireland winner Michael Welsh. Uh, later on about the hurling we will have Ray Pembroke in to discuss the Kilkenny Rugby he is of course the team manager with Kilkenny Rugby and two time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronan will be in on the phone even rather to have a chat about the under 20 man or the under 20 championship that is continuing in Kilkenny but first of all we are going to start off with the hurling over the weekend and O'Loughlin Gales was taking part in the AIB Leinster Senior Club semi-final in O'Connor Park in Tullamore Glenisca O'Connor Park in Tullamore and they were playing Kilcormac Kalahi and it was an interesting game O'Loughlin's did come out on top by a couple of points in the end we will hear from Michael Welch who was there with our own Brendan Hennessy. But first of all, we are going to hear from the O'Loughlin's manager, and that is Brian Hogan, to see what he had to say after O'Loughlin's victory. Brian Hogan, well done, job done. Croke Park next week, Brian. So, hasn't been easy for you. You're on the road, Carlo on the road, hopefully, and now you're on the road to Dublin, but you're happy with that. Oh, listen, I'll stay on the road for as long as, it, long as need be. Um, if we keep getting days like today, um, yeah, delight, look, delighted with the win. Um, Five points. If you said it to us beforehand, we would have taken it absolutely. Um, you know, I suppose on reflection, immediately after the match, um, you know, pretty happy with the first half performance um, in terms of the way we we used the ball, hurled, um, left a few chances behind us. Felt we probably should have been ahead by a little bit more at half time, and then obviously disappointed with the second half in terms of how we probably conceded. Um, I won't say possession, but conceded grounds to Kilcormick and drew them onto us. Credit to them, obviously, as well. Um, but look, again, it's about finding a way. You're going to be challenged, particularly at this stage of the year, with the quality of opposition you're going to be facing. There will be questions asked, and again, I felt our lads found the answers. I asked Mark in his interview, I, I said, Brian will probably be happy with the test that you did get in the second half, and I think as a, an experienced man like yourself, that was some test to get off the Offaly champions. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we, we speak about it, we've spoken about it before. It's, it, 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 there's different opposition, different teams will present different, different tests, and it's about understanding what what it is that's been asked to you and finding an answer you know and I think today they, they drew a man out an extra man out the field and they play very direct um, which probably didn't do them any favours in terms of trying to get a goal because we ended up having body falling back and having bodies in the square so aside from having obviously the benefit of having Hugh on the edge of the square there were so many bodies there it was going to be difficult for them to get a goal that they were looking for um, but as I said the, the lads understood what was happening and were able to work the ball out and get it to the likes of David and Jordan who were able to pick off a couple of scores and, and obviously Shawnee inside as well who did a huge amount of work for us so yeah look delighted with, with, with how certainly delighted with, with the way, how the way the lads apply themselves um, there's always areas of the game where maybe you know you could have used the ball a little bit better but uh, but no look overall very happy and as you say yourself today was about winning and giving us an opportunity now to head Crow Park next weekend Collectively you have to, you're saying you're happy with the team to your bench has worked brilliantly all year from the county championship up as far as today yeah. and again worked very well today I mean they all do really well when you introduced they all know their job their application the work without the ball is tremendous as well so you have to be really happy with that Yeah absolutely look it is difficult for the lads because I, I, I've no doubt 
out and I know like Luke is busting to start and Connor is the same and Jamie Ryan has been midfield for us for the majority of the year um, but that's you need you have to have that you have to have competition and there's, and there's another there's, a, there's another bunch of lads there that haven't got game time you know we, uh, Kevin Murphy came on against the Mount Leinster Rangers and you know Sammy Johnson there's, and there's you know there's, there's plenty on the, on the list there um, and they're the lads really that will drive things on or have driven things on in between you know and they're the I suppose don't get the, the glory but at this level you have to have an impact off the bench you know you need 20 players um, that's just the way the game has gone and as you say in fairness to the lads they have made an impact every time they've come on and that's all we can ask of them Paddy Butler picked up a knock how bad is he or is he to be assessed or what's yeah, the situation yeah. there yeah he was he was sore um, at half time I, need to, I haven't been into the dressing room yet so I don't know um, so I'll have a chat to Tyke there and see what the, the prognosis is but hopefully hopefully he's not too bad, too serious well I won't delay you because I know you've been busy with the media here Brian well done today we look no forward worries. to seeing you in Croke Park next week and I suppose you might get the second half in Port Leash to the Fianna and Nace but they're going to be your opposition anyway but you'll worry about them next week yeah I know I think we're going for a bite to eat now first <laughs> but it won't be Port Leash then you know, no 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 you know, we'll go for a hot drink now and a cup of tea maybe and something to eat it's been pretty cold out there so um, yeah you know, we'll worry about them now and maybe we'll get to watch the match in a hotel or something and take it from there ok well the best of luck with your recovery session and certainly the best of luck for all of Lachlan's people to have to be happy and just one word before I do this you go, your support today was fantastic support today was magnificent um, you know in fairness they've, they've travelled and they've been consistent in the, in, in the numbers they've travelled all, all year and um, we knew today in particular Kilcormick bring a big crowd obviously open to Connor Park we needed to make sure we had a presence and a vocal presence and in fairness to them they were um, I should uh, just obviously uh, I just want to mention obviously one member of the club who was missing who is you know great stalwart of the club Richie Kearns who's obviously um, had has been struck down with an illness and uh, you know our thoughts and our prayers are going to all the Kearns family I know Mark mentioned him last weekend and uh, yeah look we're, we're, we're thinking of, of them and the other members of the club who couldn't make it today okay, well, very thoughtful you're bringing listen well done knock on a delay a cold evening as you said well done to Lachlan Gales roll on Croke Park yeah, absolutely. Thanks a million. Thanks, Brian. Come on, okay. well done. Roland Crow Park is right. Well, roll on somebody else because he's waiting very, very patiently for me. But I'm going to take a very quick break, first of all. And when we come back from that, I will be chatting to two-time All-Ireland winner Michael Welsh, who was on co-commentary duty at the weekend. You won't want to miss what he's going to say. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full time on KCLR. Your Monday night sports show. Full time on KCLR with Martin Quilty. Yeah, welcome back on this Monday evening. Time really does fly, but I want to thank Michael Welch for holding fire and being so patient with me. But he is on the telephone right now to have a chat about O'Loughlin's brilliant victory over the weekend. Michael, how are you this evening? I'm good, Martin. Not too bad, thanks. Perfect. Thank you very much for waiting patiently there for me, but let's get right into it. O'Loughlin Gales, Kilcormac, Kalahi, O'Connor Park in Tullamore at the weekend. Everyone was billing this as being a gigantic tussle between two fantastic sides. It turned out to be that way. Maybe it was a little bit closer than O'Loughlin's would have liked near the end, but still, there were deserved victories from what I saw of the match anyway. No, they were. Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's no question. Uh, I suppose they really they, they done the the spade work in the first half. They led ten three at half time, and definitely should have been probably three or four more up as well. Uh, from my uh, viewpoint, uh, they were physically stronger than Kilcormack, and I think Kilcormack might have got a fright about because they probably they're very slight. They're a brilliant young team now. Don't get me wrong. They and they're going to be very good as the years go by. I have no doubt about that. But I think they just 
got you know got gobsmacked really by the the power of all Auckland if you like, and uh, they struggled big time after the first few minutes. To be to to their credit, they came back very strongly in the second half, and you know with fifty eight fifty nine minutes gone, there were two points in it, and it certainly could have gone, gone anywhere at that stage. And then all Auckland did what they were doing most of the second half. They just seemed to be able to get the scores at the right time, just to keep the scoreboard ticking, which is all they really had to do because Kilcormack for all the ball they hit in never really looked like scoring a goal and uh, that's, they would have definitely needed one on Saturday to get back they were so far back but credit to them they made a great fist of it because second half was very exciting first half was poor but the second half was, was a really exciting game well, in fairness to that, when you were talking about the ball being going into the forward line, I have to say the O'Loughlin's defenders were outstanding. From Mikey yeah. Butler in corner, Hugh Lawler, we all know what a colossal he is in full back. But I think a fellow that goes really unnoticed in the team, and he's done an awful lot of hooking and blocking at the weekend as well, and that's young Jordan Malloy. I thought he was outstanding as wing back. Yeah, their backs are super, really are super. Um, obviously, they have the three lads, but the, the other three shouldn't be underestimated either. Uh, Jordan Mullay's had a great year, and uh, he, he all, apart from his defensive duties, he scored a massively important and brilliant point at one stage of the game again, and David Fogarty popped up as well. They're very, very strong defensively, and uh, they really they really do mop up uh, everything that comes in there. And, and in fairness, I'd say that they'll be the first to say they're helped by their two midfielders as well, who are pretty unsung but they do they do an amount of work they do an amount of work off the ball and uh, hard work is a huge thing in hurling in any sport but this time of year it is very important and uh, they certainly did cover ground those two midfielders but uh, look at Lawler's outstanding like he's he's just uh, he's just outstanding and like, he's just getting better all the time in, in my view and uh, you know I've been watching Clickhormack a good bit but following them in awfully and stuff like that I remember playing them a couple of years ago in a minor match and I was so impressed with them and James Gorman's had a big big year for them at full forward scored a great point with the first ball came up on Saturday and you were just wondering and then in the end just Hugh just took over and, and uh, he was absolutely outstanding and James Gorman ended up being taken off which I'd say for Cormac wouldn't have wanted to do before the match Michael, how tough were conditions at the weekend? Because I only got to see it on the television and it looked like this. there was a kind of a dirty, drizzly rain that was there was making it tough because a lot of the O'Loughlin's players kept slipping on the, the sod above in O'Connor Park in Tullamore. Were conditions that bad up there or was it just difficult for players? No, I, I look at I'd say it, without being on any pitches at the moment, you're looking down at them obviously from where, you, where we are. Look, there's no pitch, and they all look they all look really well kept. And to be fair to every one of them, they're doing some job to keep them right. But they're all very heavy; they have to be. And uh, you know, it, it just does take it out of you this time of year. There's no doubt about that. There's, every pitch has taken a lashing with the with the weather that we've had up to the last week or so. It wasn't particularly a bad day. It was a dark day, and it was uh, it was you know it was miserable enough. But I just think that it's just every every pitch has taken taken the bathroom with the weather, and they're all pretty heavy at this time of year. Well, they certainly have, I suppose, from. Well, Auckland's point of view as well, they were a little bit wasteful at the weekend. I've seen yeah. them convert an awful lot more of the chances that they made, but it's still good they're making them. But when they come up again further teams in the competition including Nafina which is up next they'd want to be converting a few more of the scores yeah they were wasteful they had 10 points and 9 miles in the first half so certainly they were creating the chances and it's just that their radar was off a bit but I suppose it is a good sign that they're creating but they wouldn't like that's what I'm saying the match could have been out of reach really at half time uh, 7 points was a decent enough lead but they deserved they definitely deserved to be ahead by 10 and that's been 
I think that's been conservative from my my angle as well. I think they were they were after the first five minutes they were miles ahead of Kilcormack, but their their shooting did let them down on Sunday, which is a, a bit unusual because you know they tend to be fairly economic in their shooting at times. But look, they got through it, and that's all that matters. The bench obviously played a huge part over the last number of weeks for Lachlan's as well, and the same thing happened at the weekend. And we heard the interview there from Brian Hogan as well. Lads are chomping at the bit to get on and to to start and to show what they can do. But obviously, the bench is vitally important to uh, any kind of a team now, but especially when you're going so far in the Leinster Championship. Yeah, and it's huge. It's huge that you can have lads at this level as well, club level. You know, it's, it's very important to have lads that can come in and make a difference. And certainly. You know, um, Luke Hogan got injured, actually he got injured playing in our match when we played him in the league part earlier in the year and he was out for ages and uh, he's coming back now and he's absolutely proven huge when he comes on and I'm sure, look, the temptation is there to start him but at the end of the day you have to try and weigh up like starters and who lad, lads coming on, you know, if the lad coming on going to make a difference more so than the fellow that's starting. So they've decided at the moment with Luke that coming on, and they really have got it right because he does make a difference, as does Conor Kelly. Uh, you know, Conor Kelly, when the game is, 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 is getting stretched, is absolutely vital because he covers him out the ground number one and he's very skillful number two so look at they're doing it very well at the moment I'm sure the two lads won't thank me or the certainty will be chomping at the bit to get on and maybe they will but I just feel that they're doing it exactly right they let the lads tear away there for 40-45 minutes and then these two lads come on and they do make a huge difference well, they certainly do. The last time that O'Loughlin's reached the Leinster final was back in 2016. They also played a Dublin team and that was cooler, cooler. Really, we heard some of the lads even talking about it blew them out of the water that day as well. They won't want that happening when it comes to Saturday evening. Nafina is up next. Do we know much about Nafina? I saw them playing, uh, would you believe it, I saw them playing the Dublin semi-final and final and to be fair to them, um, they're a decent team. Uh, they obviously are missing their best player and uh, Donald Burke and he's a huge loss to them but they've you know they came through and won Dublin very very well they're a young team and they're lively and fast and I think Cork Park will actually suit them Uh, there's no question about that but um, it's very hard to look beyond the Lachlan's at the moment Uh, defensively they're so strong the thing I like about them defensively is like the sharpshooters in every other team they seem to have the lads ready for them and there's two Currys playing up front for Nafina who are excellent and there's an AJ Murphy who's also excellent he's He's a different proposition than James Gorman was last Saturday. He's small and lively. And they have a very good half-back line as well. Whether they'll have enough, I doubt it. I think it might be a bit similar to last Saturday. But you never know. You just don't know on a given day. But um, I just think O'Loughlin's are in a good place at the minute. They have a good squad. They have no injuries. They have a very good spirit about them. And I think they'll be very hard beaten. Well, talking about in a good place, Michael Welsh, obviously you have a, a connection to this team as well with uh, Thomastown. They're going very, very well. They beat Kildalki over the weekend as well. Comprehensively, it has to be said. And they are now going to take on Bray Emmett's in the decider coming up on Saturday, the 9th of December. But a big win for Thomastown again, 419 to 12 points uh, over the Mead champions. Can we make it a clean sweep this year in Leinster finals? Yeah, my prediction would be that that will happen, um, and I don't want to put the markers on anyone. So I I always say you always have to be very careful. You never know on a given day anything can happen on a day if you're not ready. But all these teams seem to be ready and prepared properly. And I know with the lads that are over all the teams that that's not going to change. Thomas looked to be at a different level, and again, you know the 
just uh, I'm not going to run away and say they're going to do this, that, or the other. But they'll be they'll they'll take some amount of beating. They're just they're just flying it like they're they're going to be a very strong senior team in Kilkenny next year. Absolutely no doubt about that. And they're playing some brand of hurling as well. They're a really good team to watch. And I've seen them a few times this year, and I find it very hard to see them being stopped. Uh, at all but as I said to you anything can happen you have to stay focused and I'm sure Noel will have them that's focused as he's done so well so far Yeah well they certainly are going well in it and we look forward to that final coming up as well obviously Tullahar Ross Birkin then as we say for a clean sweep is going to be in the junior final they are going to be up against uh, Carrigan Riverstown that's also on the Saturday the 9th of December Tullahar coming away with a big victory again over the weekend um, two, well when I say big it's big enough 217 to 18 points over Father O'Regan's in Enniscorthy uh, and also good news that Walter Welsh has committed to the Kilkenny team for 2024 Yeah I see that today there yeah very good news and th- the thing I liked about Tullaher is that they got a good test on Saturday they've really just walked through the first few matches and this is what I'm saying you just can't afford to get carried away because you know on any given day anything can happen so I think the best thing that happened to them was that test they got on Saturday and I think that'll tee them up perfectly and Look at uh, as I said to you. Look, the Kenny teams look very, very strong at the moment, and uh, you know, hopefully, they can they can pull off the tree. I can't leave you go without asking you because obviously there is going to be a clash at the weekend. You're more than likely going to be in Crow Park, but your own club is going to be in Ashburn, Donna Bay is in Meath as they take on Lockheed Shamrocks in the Camogie All Ireland semi final at the weekend as well. Big, big test and a big weekend for the club. Yeah, it's huge and you know, the girls have been absolutely fantastic all year. I've been in position, I suppose, been out there with the senior hurlers looking at them training and I'm just so impressed by their attitude and their, their dedication to the thing. And, you know, I'm not one bit surprised they are where they are and it's 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 great testament to them and their and the management team and, you know, please God they'll they'll get to the they'll get to the all Ireland final. I suppose when you're thinking of uh Kilkenny and Antrim you're thinking oh so that's going to be you know a Kilkenny thing for people in our favour but as you know better than anybody Lockheed were in the other final last year and uh, came very close so it's going to be a huge test and uh, Antrim a very strong camogie set up up there and they're doing very very well so a huge test for the girls on Saturday but I've no doubt that they'll be really well prepared again and you know they're, they seem to be going really well so I'll give them a great chance and please God as I said to you they'll bring it off and, and, and get to the final it'll be a fantastic achievement Well fingers crossed we look forward to a very busy weekend of GAA action over the next couple of weekends with the help of God um, and Michael will be there bringing you all of the action as usual as well as our own Brendan Hennessy and other commentators as well. Michael thank you so much for being patient with me this evening and for your input it's always appreciated here on full time on the Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week and enjoy the final coming up at the weekend in Crow Park as well No problem Martin, you too Good man, that was two-time All-Ireland winner there, Michael Welsh, having a chat with us. Of course, he is one of our co-commentators and analysts when it comes to all things hurling. And as we say, he will more than likely be in Crow Park as well on Sunday. Right, I have a quick break to take. When we come back, I will be chatting to Ray Pembroke from Kikenny RFC. He's the team manager about their brilliant win in the Leinster League over the weekend. You won't want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. This is Full Time on KCLR. Looking back over the weekend action, full time on KCLR with Martin Quilty. 
Yeah, welcome back to Full Time with myself on this Monday evening. It is approaching 25 minutes to 7. Where does the time fly in here on a Monday evening? Well, we're going to switch our attention a few minutes for rugby and get away from the GEA action because obviously we had lots of interest in the Leinster League that was taking part over the weekend. And we are following, obviously, Carlo and Kilkenny who are in the Division 1B this year. Unfortunately for Kilkenny, just as the last moment they were relegated last year but they are going very very well this year so far seven games played they're still in fifth place in the table only nine points behind the leader Kildara but there is lots of time left and the team manager Ray Pembroke joins me on the line right now to have a chat about the fantastic victory they had at the weekend Ray how are you? Good evening, Matt. How are you? All good here? Yeah, all good now. Thanks very much. Um, as I was saying, not a place, I suppose, you wanted to start the season um, having been relegated from 1A last year, but still, it's all games go. It's all schedule go. Seven games into the new season already. We have four wins under our belt. No draws to three losses 19 points on the board a bonus point for the four tries as well and as I say only nine points behind the leaders but there is plenty of time left and he had a very good away victory against Longford at the weekend coming away with a 25-22 victory how has the season gone so far for you? Yeah I suppose it's kind of been a similar season to last year you know we've gotten off to a relatively slow start in the in the sense that you know we played the top of the table Kildara, um, you know, and we 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 only got three tries in that game. Probably should have came away with the four tries if we were really honest with ourselves. Um, so it's kind of again we won there, and then the following week we were sluggish again against DLSP. Um, then we played our following week. Then after we done third game, we played a tie. Um, again, slow starts. Some indiscipline cost us, you know. At one stage, we were down to 13 men. Um, you know, we're giving away some, I suppose, if the players are really honest, silly, silly mistakes, silly penalties. Um, and, and it cost us that day, you know what I mean? I, I think at one stage, we might have been down, if not 12, 13 points, you know. So we did well to come back and get the, you know, we got the four tries and we also got the losing bonus. So we got, we picked up two low, losing bonus points in that game. And again, in the following week, we, following game, we had Dundalk at home. And again, we, like when looking back at here, we hit three tries again. You know, so in any of the games we've won, we've hit the game in DLSP, we've only hit three tries. So it's going to be kind of settled off where we are. We're just not there, you know what I mean? Like we've had chances to get four tries, um, but just haven't just haven't clicked, you know. Um, even there at the weekend, we went up to Longford, despite, you know, the long drive, you know, Longford are always tough. They're great at home. Um, and if, again, looking back at it, they had their chances probably to win it. They had, you know, they had a very strong number, second row, and they carried very, very hard. And you know, their tight head carried tight head or loose head. I can't remember who carried very hard. And their centre, and um, who I believe used to play for maybe those still plays for long for footballers. You know, they carried very hard, and you know they were winning. They they were winning eight three. Then we got back to eight all. Then they went fifteen eight up, and then we scored. Uh, we scored a try um, to make it fifth. I made it fifteen all, and then probably the turning point was when um, our young replacement hooker Donald Keeley on turnover ball uh, ran in under post, pretty much not far inside his our own uh, inside the opposition half, but he'll probably tell us he was inside our own half. Um, it was a fantastic try, 
um, you know, in his first for senior rugby, the guys he's only just turned eighteen. So, you know, again, I suppose they're the small positives you take out seeing a guy coming in, uh, scoring a try, you know, from his own half, and it was a great try. And then, you know, we, got, we tipped on a penalty of that to make. I think we were ten points ahead, and uh, Longford were on our line for the last, you know, two three minutes, and they eventually got in to make it a uh, twenty five twenty two. But yeah, I suppose it's one of those seasons. You know, we're, we've picked up a few injuries after the Carlo game, which we lost at home. Um, again, a couple of things in discipline cost us there. You know, not making maybe some poor decisions as well cost us. You know, losing at home. But again, you got to give credit to credit due. As Carlo hung in the fight and tipped over a penalty in the, uh, the last kick of the play to win it. And um, so, I suppose if they look at the three losses this season, a tie, Carlo. Maybe they could have gone the other way and we'd be certainly a lot closer to Kildara. But, you know, it's a long way to go. Um, and I suppose we've, between the, the remaining games at home, we'll have our remaining games left, we'll have more at home. So hopefully we'll pick up a few more points on the road and we'll, we'll be in contention come the end of the year. How important are the home games for yourselves and to get victories out of them? Because obviously it's great to win away on the road, but there's long distances, the travelling is long. You know, you have players some of them she would be tired like I mean if you're on the road for two or three hours before you go play a match it's going to be natural but the home games are obviously important to yourselves Yeah you got to target like every team in this division will target to win their seven home games um, and if you you win all of them you're going a long way to win the league because you will pick up like we picked up two away wins so you will pick up wins on the road but um, yeah your home form is important and and I said look maybe looking back on against the Carroll game it could have gone either way did either team deserve to win again I'd say it was 50-50 uh, and Carlo you know, got the chance at the end and fair play to their kicker you know under pressure you know point uh, Point two points down, he, he slotted it over. So, you know, as I said, if we'd won that one, we would possibly, you know, only be whatever five points behind uh, Kildara, and they're up next. So, you know, it, I suppose if we get the win next week, you know, I mean, we'll certainly hopefully aim to close that gap. But don't we're under no illusion; it's going to be a hard game. Kildara, as I said, they started off. That was our first game and they won. Um, but, they, you know, they've obviously gone from strength to strength since they played us. And they have an excellent coach in Dermot Dunn who used to play for Kilkenny and also used to coach Kilkenny. So, you know, they don't, they're going to be a strong strong team. And as I said, they're, a, they're on a roll. You know, they've won six in a row. So, uh, yeah, they're the form team. Whereas our form is kind of being patchy, patchy at best, I suppose, what you could describe our form. I suppose the personnel from last year, are you missing anyone from that team or have you made any new uh, additions to it that may have come up from the uh, the junior ranks to be able to take part this year? Yeah, I suppose, yeah. We've obviously got some guys coming up to the ranks. I suppose the most notable is uh, as of the Donald Keeley. And so Donald played our youth system all the way up. So he's come through, you know, he's covering there for, you know, a standing captain at the moment, Ben Devlin. So, um, you know, so it's just great to see, you know, the guy getting an opportunity to come in. So in terms of other losses, we did lose our, a few of our uh, Aussie friends and our New Zealand and our Welsh friends. Uh, sorry, not Aussie, uh, our Aussie, not New Zealanders. So we lost. Uh, Damien went back to Australia. Yohan went back to Wales, and Abel went back to to Spain. But we we brought in new guys. So we've got Stephen Steve Atkinson, who's who's working locally there in Tierland. So he's now come up from Ennis, and um, so he would have played uh, Connacht Connacht Utes. Um, 
and I'm not sure even if he played Irish youth. And then we've got Tristan Leffers, who's actually coming from Australia, from Sydney. So he signed uh, from Sydney, Australia this season. So we've had, yeah, we've had good additions to the squad, but it's still most of it is um, all the guys that have been there over the last number of years um, that have been, you know, they're behind the team. So your David O'Connors, your Wes Carters, your Jake McDonald. Um, and even at the weekend, we had to call out a favour from Mert Lally. We were shortage. We had a shortage of props at the weekend. So um, Mert came out of retirement, I think, for the second time in two seasons now to, to give us a dig out. So, uh, yeah, look, again, they're the kind of things you, you need, you know, guys that are, are willing to come in, you know, last minute and give us a hand. Because, uh, again, the season picked up a few injuries against Carlo. Um, especially in the front row, we lost two of our front row um, to, to injury. So again, hopefully we can avoid any more injuries between now and the end of the season, and, and we'll hopefully be there thereabouts come come the last last league game. And Ray, when it comes then obviously to the format this year, is it the same again that the winners or whoever is crowned champions, I suppose, for the better word, will automatically get promotion? Um, and then there's obviously a playoff. Am I right in saying that then to see who else will get promoted? Yeah, that's the yeah. So the winners go direct, go straight up into Division One A, and then the second place plays second from bottom in the Division One A. Um, so and it, it all depends really on what happens then with the AIL. If there's any Leinster teams that possibly could get relegated from that, but I, my understanding is anyone that's from Leinster that's in to see is going strong. Um, so I, I, I don't think at the moment there's any threat with that. But yeah. I suppose the goal obviously will still be to get the automatic spot, but uh, you know we'll take second if we get there. But you know if we get that's what we're aiming to try to get is to obviously get automatic promotion. So you you know it's in your hands and it's in your control. Um, but we're we're still going going strong for that, and that's the target. Well, hopefully we can get the injuries back for ye, um, and that you'll be there or thereabouts uh, at the weekend against Kildara as well, um, and that it'll be put ye on a, a good footing then going forward into the Christmas yep. break, and then obviously into the new year as well. Because as we said, lots and lots of rugby to play, and just we want to give a mention while well, I have Ray here as well, because obviously year partaking in the Leinster League, but so too was the women's team. They were unlucky last year just to lose out that little bit, but uh, things again not going too well for them, unfortunately this year they lost out at the weekend to Eden Derry but there's still plenty of time left for the women to try and get that uh, promotion out of Division 4 up to Division 3 um, that we thought they may have got last year but just pipped at the very last moment but lots of rugby and action taking part out there Ray and um, as I always ask the, the people when they come online or when team sports are there are you still taking members and membership out there with yourselves are you looking for new players still? Yeah. Yeah, for all age groups, you know, right up from our minis, youths, um, right up to adults uh, and adult levels at both men's and women's. Yeah, we're always looking for new members um, at any grade, you know what I mean? And like, so the minis are normally on the Sunday mornings uh, from anywhere from 9 till 12. And then the youths, they train at various nights during the week. And then obviously the adult teams, which, so the men's team train on Wednesdays and Fridays and our women's team train on Tuesdays and Fridays. So yeah, we're always welcoming to new members or people that might have taken up, played rugby before and, you know, for whatever reason, life choice, lifestyle, you know, life, family reasons have uh, had to put it on hold. But yeah, we'll all, we're always looking for new members. So if anyone's listening or, you know, it's, you're thinking of taking up rugby or, re- or retaking up rugby, do uh, go on to the Kenny Facebook page and have all the contact details of the various coaches, managers, etc. for people to reach out. 
Ooh, push the right button well Ray we wish you uh, all the very best of luck in the match coming up at the weekend and the remaining matches during the year and hopefully I'll get to chat to you again sometime um, in the near future about the team's progress as you continue the work in the Leinster League but thanks so much for joining me on full time this evening well, thank you Marty thank you very much that was Ray Pembroke there, the Kilkenny rugby football team manager for the men's team out there in Fookstown. And they are playing league leaders Kildara at the weekend and we wish them well. Right, we're going to switch our attention back to GEA in a moment because two-time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronan is going to be joining me on the phone. We're going to be chatting about the Under-21 Championship that was on over the weekend. But first of all, let's hear from the details. Menswear man of the match from last weekend's game and that was was Hugh Lawler and he caught up with our Brendan Hennessy after the match. Hugh Lawler, congratulations. Detail men's were a man of the match, but a tough second half. You were in control in the first half, but in fairness to Kilcormick, they gave you a bit of a test. Yeah, look, it was, they were always going to come at us in the second half, so we had, we had a good first half in fairness, but we knew they were going to come with something and we, we had to dig in and, and fight against it, I suppose. You had your hands full in the first half as well, you had to work hard, but in fairness, defensively, you worked very, very well. Distribution was good, picked off a few nice scores. Yeah, look, look, we've been working a lot on, on how we play the team, I suppose, and it's, when we're going forward, it starts in the backs, so and when it's defending, it starts in the forward, so uh, we're just trying to play as as well as a team together as we can they pulled it back to uh, two points at one stage Hewitt was in the melting pot at that stage but in fairness yeah probably had the edge during the day but I'm sure you were worried at times in that field yeah look they're, they're a serious outfit uh, you're not going to have a handy game at this level I suppose when you get to this stage um, there, there's some very good hurlers there so they were always going to come and, and in fairness to the lads we got a couple of scores there when we were really up against the wall so we're just trying to get out of the wind to be honest a week off now Hugh well if you want a week off you'll be training but uh, a seven day turn around to uh, Croke Park next Saturday yeah look it's, it's a quick turnaround but I suppose it's, it's the time of the year it is we, we want to be hurling do you know what I mean uh, so we're, we're delighted that it's quick and hopefully we can, we can have a look how the bodies are in the next few days and we'll drive it on again well, you're feeling alright anyway not too bad myself no. having a hectic the last few weeks all stars yeah. and club championship not, not easy no rest for the week at Croke Park next week another Leinster final yeah yeah probably a busier November than we're used to but we're, we're delighted to be here and we're going to we're going to go as far as you can OK well listen congratulations on your detail men's we're a man of the match well done to Lachlan Gales and we certainly look forward to seeing you all in Croker next week Hugh thanks a million looking well, forward to thank it thank you Right, that was Hugh Lawler there talking to our own Brendan Hennessy. Right, I am going off and I am going to get Adrian Ronan on the phone line. While I do, we have a quick break coming up and when we come back, we'll be discussing the Under-21 Kilkenny Hurling Championship. Don't go anywhere. Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full-time on KCLR. Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full time on KCLR with Martin Quilty. Right, welcome back to Full Time with myself. I'm going to go straight over to the phone line and we are joined by two-time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronnie Rowan and we're going to have a chat about the Under-21 Championship. Ron, thanks so much for holding on for me there. Big win for uh, Dixborough over the weekend. 7.15 to 8 points against Dunhamagan. A statement of intent. Yeah, um, unfortunately for Dunhamagan, uh, they met a very good team that has, as we uh, mentioned yesterday, that we think and we believe have been unbeaten in under-8 hurling since they're under-13 in Championship hurling. So that just tells you the calibre of this group of players. Dunhamagan beat them last year under-21, so there was a lot of hurt in the Deborah dressing room. Borough were expected to win it last year, didn't win it last year. As I said, they were beaten by Dunhamagan. Dunhamagan then were, were lost out along the way and Thomastown won it out. So there was huge hurt in the Borough, and as a result... Dixborough are huge hurt, as I said, in the borough. And as a result, they came out all guns blazing. To be fair to Dunhamagan, 
they gave a, a good account of themselves for 17, 18 minutes and the second goal for the Borough just started to drift, the game started to drift away from him and from there on it was inevitable to score line. but Dunhamegan as I mentioned yesterday have had a great year under 13, 15 minor and intermediate all in county finals so they're doing a lot of great work in Dunhamegan they certainly are talking about a lot of great work obviously Glenmore were in the C final against Kilmacow yesterday as well they came away with the win that's the I make it the under 15 the under 17 and the under 21 titles going back to Glenmore as well phenomenal achievement for them yeah great work and um, you'd have to wonder and begrudge made begrudgery when you think of, of Glenmore the huge work and uh, investment they put into their facilities down there it seems now that it's starting to pay off that indoor arena and indoor hurling area that they have it's obviously benefiting their both their hurlers and their camogie players they're another club on the way up and in uh, fair juice them as we said obviously a very good strong uh, senior team this year in, in the hurling also so again another team going, going in the right direction under-21, Horlan Ronnie at this time of the year is never pretty to be looking at, but still there's been some very good games played so far in it. Anyone that's really sticking out for you um, that you see might go all the way? Well, sure, as you mentioned, under-21 is actually one of the best uh, grades of hurling because you have guys at their top level they're uh, uh, hurling at colleges level, inter-county level, a lot of men with their clubs, and it never fails to impress Um Look, the Borough have been excellent. They've always been, uh, this group have always been very good. But look, the semi-final next weekend, Thomas Down and James Stevens. James Stevens are young. Uh, they may not be expected to win this one, but they will expect to win it. Thomas Town flying it, as we know, at intermediate level. Thomas Town uh, are a very good team. But look, whatever, whoever plays in this final against the Borough, it'll be a very good final. But a uh, word of caution for the Borough. The Borough lost Mikey Steins yesterday. He was sent off. Uh, Harry Shine is injured and Killian Hackett is injured. So that's three men. And as good as the Borough are, and as long as uh, the depth of the panel that they have, short three-year better players in a final in three, two or three weeks' time will will put them under pressure. So Thomas Town and the village might see an opportunity to catch the borough. Well, they certainly will. Lots of action to take place in it. And as you did mention, uh, Thomas or uh, it is Thomas Town and James Stevens coming up at the weekend in that semi-final, and we have lots more action to go as well. Ron, thank you so much. Sorry, it's been short no and bother. sweet this evening. Um, uh, yeah, that's. I had a lot more to try okay. and discuss with you but unfortunately time has caught up on me thanks for joining me and we'll chat to you again very very soon no problem mind yourself bye bye thanks Adrian that was Adrian Ronan having a chat where does the time go with me right I have to fly through a couple of things first of all the mystery voice is back again tomorrow morning with John Welch on the breakfast show 500 plus euro tune in for that John Keane is back tomorrow as well between 1 and 4 with you Owen Carey is in the building right now and he'll be with you with fully loaded from 7 to 10 and we will be live with you on Friday evening for the Come On Kind Awards night at 7.30 live from the O'Loughlin Gale GAA club here in the city for our Come On Kind team of the year we will be announcing who that is going to be and last but by no means least what I have to announce before I go into the games is our new game started uh, and that is Don't Say Hello or to give it its full title Don't Say Hello I listen to KCLR all you have to do is you can do it right now is text us to take part if you call and we sorry I repeat that if we call you back the very first thing you have to say when you answer the phone is I listen to KCLR if you do that you could win 96 euro just like Jerry Buckley did earlier on this afternoon with Ashling uh, here um, and you might be that lucky as well it's as simple as that register now with hello and your name and address to 083 306 9696 
But don't forget, you can't say anything if we call you and you say hello or how are you or how do you or anything like that. You don't get the money. So, to win, don't say hello. Always say the phrase that pays. I listen to KCLR and you never know when we will call. So get registering there right now. Games coming up at the weekend. JJ Kavanagh and Sons under 21A Championship Semi-Final James Stevens versus Thomastown. One o'clock in James Stevens on Saturday. Myself will be in Dunmore, Ashburn, uh, GA grounds at 2 p.m. for the AIB Senior Camogie All Ireland Championship semi final between Dixborough and Lockheed Shamrocks. We'll be bringing live action of that. And the AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship final from Crow Park, O'Loughlin Gales versus Nafina, will finish off the proceedings at 4.05 from Crow Park. And we'll have all the live action there as well. Right, it's time for me to say goodbye. Uh, see you again next week. Enjoy your sport over the weekend. Best of luck to all the Kilkenny teams in the finals. And we'll chat to you again next month. Monday. Bye for now. Keeping you in the game and in the know. Full time on KCLOR with Martin Quilty.